0: Welcome to LOL You're Gay, a gay comedy podcast with Adam Myatt and Lisa Buchanan. Hey, Lisa.
1: Hey, Adam. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: Oh, you know, April.
1: Yes, it'll be May by the time people hear this.
0: It will, you know, in the future. So it's going to be May. What was that?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> is, <laughs> uh,
0: is someone here? Who's that? Justin Timberlake. Is that who? I was fully going to be like, is Britney Spears here? Because I thought that was a Britney Spears song because I'm, I have no They dated, that's or, close. You made
2: oh. a good connection.
0: There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. one degree away. Well, would you like to introduce our mysterious guest? Yes. Who unfortunately isn't a celebrity yet? Okay.
1: Well, hella famous, I yeah. think, at this point. Yeah, Sure. To the extent that that's a thing, Mm -hmm. still.
2: I like how you set me up as Hallie Famous and then instantly devalued Hallie Famous. (laughs) Yes.
1: I'm never sure what qualifies anymore. Like I'm out of the loop.
2: I have no idea. To me, you are. Oh, well, now I'm not sure I even want that title, but thank you.
1: Well, you know a lot of people, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, So this is our friend Tyler. Hi. A.K.A. T. Johnny. Yeah. On the internet.
2: That's me. That's what people call me. Welcome. Or they come up to me and they go, hey, Johnny. And I go, hello. <laughs> I was like, this is not the hill I need to die on. Well,
1: that's fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But I'm here, thank you for having me. Oh, We're it's very our pleasure happy to have you. Yeah. we get sick of each other. Do you? So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: why we've spent the last eight months plus producing a film together. Yeah, we just can't stand each other's company. No, at all. No. I feel like
2: I'm watching a good game of tennis. My just, you can't see me smiling because of the pop <laughs> filter, but I just smile and like look at both of you back to back. I'm glad. That's <laughs> the goal. Can you see my smile?
0: No, I can't see anything. (laughs) I have my eyes closed. (laughs) This is weird. Another open again. (laughs) Um, So so how are you doing? Good. What's your podcast name, first of all? Oh, so I have my own podcast called
2: Quirky and or Queer um yeah <laughs> what's it about my elevator pitch sucks by the way oh i'm like i have no idea how to
0: present one so don't worry oh well
2: so essentially um it's about otherness so i've just interviewed people and talk about their experiences of otherness whether it's related to marginalization or oppression or just their quirky sensibilities and so i've interviewed seven eight people so far and i plan on having 12 episodes for this season um, which I think will happen, <laughs> which is always good. You know, set a goal, achieve it, that kind of thing. That's what I can do. So, yeah, yeah, goes well. I like it. Viewership good. is decent, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's hard to know. It, <laughs> it is hard g- to know. It's Nobody so- else is releasing their listenership numbers. so Well, no. it's, also, it's
0: hard to know. Like, when you, I mean, when you're producing a podcast, you get very little feedback mm-hmm. because, like, there yeah. Is, there, was, there was very little, there's no numbers really. There's a few numbers. You get like number of listens. Yeah. But you don't know like who they are, yeah. how much they're <laughs> listening, how yeah. like repetitively they're listening. Yeah. So it's hard to like build a rapport with the people listening. Yeah. So
2: it's a funny little world podcasting. I'm super glad that I'm doing it now, but it, it definitely is a lot harder than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. more work, especially the the, the post production. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's great. I love it. I've enjoyed the conversations and.
1: You're a good interviewer. Thank
2: you. Oh. Now
1: we're going to turn the tables on <laughs> not actually. We make
2: a terrible subject.
1: This, is, <laughs> yeah. this we don't really run these like interviews. It's merely meant to be conversations. So oh. you can ask us questions. We've... That's
2: the secret to a good interview. Is it? Uh, I don't know.
1: That it's just a conversation. I, I actually have a yeah. book
2: at home called Interviewing Solutions. <laughs> it's from Whoa. school for from social work. So they have they teach you how to interview. So I've definitely pulled out some of those tricks during my podcast. Right. Yeah. Right. The
1: trick I like that I notice people use sometimes that the the professionals um, is being quiet mm-hmm. because people will want to fill the space. Yeah. With their voices. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll just keep going. I think police use it a lot too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm into it. I like to leave a little pause. <laughs> I that, I feel strange about how I phrased it, um, but <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's totally real. So so you've you've released four? No, I released six now. Six already? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I was, had the
1: same thought the other day. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've listened to all six of them, <laughs> yeah. and I I remember them, but wow.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of
1: content and it, they're longer episodes.
2: Yeah, I originally thought I was going to do 30 minute ones and then mm-hmm. I just had a hard time editing down the conversations. Yeah, because all the content was lining up with what I expected, and what I wanted. And I do the narration afterwards, too. So it's just, yeah, it doesn't happen any. There's no formula for me, but it just sort of seems to be that they've grown into an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which means I probably should interview less and spend less time talking. But it's just hard to edit out good conversations. Totally. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's kind of what happened with with this um mm-hmm. with this project. Like, mm-hmm. we when we first started, we were like, let's make a short podcast. We like yeah. we like short podcasts. We don't yeah. want you know. Want, sometimes it's nice to have a little half hour episode, and our first few were, yeah. and then it just kind of started snowballing, and we were talking about more stuff. Yeah. were Like,
1: especially it, when we have guests on. Yeah. Th- those are the first ones that started to run, up, hitting the hour mark. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, there's you know new voices and new. People to talk to mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense. Yeah,
0: we're getting we're getting used to new people and new new things. Yeah, so so yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a great follow up. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What yeah. else do you do with your life? Oh, uh, in addition to podcasting,
2: too much, as you know. I think that's a correct answer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Volunteer quite a bit. I'm a photographer um i'm in school for social work which i'll be finishing up next year at dalhousie um live with my mom mm-hmm. walk my dog sometimes with my mom um i also i just got a new job today
1: congratulations uh, thank
2: you which is really cool it's in like community development social change stuff which i really really like um yep yeah, right do a bit of comedy improv um schedule a mental breakdown like once every six months mm-hmm. yeah i'm really consistent in that
0: i need to get better <laughs> at scheduling those yeah things. you should yeah just just know ahead of time. you can Put plan it in around Google calendar yeah set it to repeat <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> just let it take the work away from you you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh yeah sometimes i go on dates mm-hmm. um actually not very often
0: Fair enough. Set myself a nightmare. up for that one. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I'm a real man's man. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. What else do I do? I don't know. All kinds of arts and creative stuff. And that's usually what I, I feel drawn to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you folks feel like I'm sure you do feel this way. But as you get older, you just say yes to more things. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, oh, getting older is just trying to like manage your day and that's gets harder with the more stuff that you squeeze in yeah
0: yeah, totally yeah. I mean I feel we have, we're like we live in this culture right now where we're like all taking on so many <laughs> any opportunity we get we're like of course yeah, because yeah. like there's less and less opportunities out there for mm-hmm. especially like creative pursuits and yeah. so like I have a hard time saying no but then it like mm-hmm. creates this like cycle of burnout which oh. is really intense and like I'm happy I'm really stoked to do the projects and I'm also like simultaneously so exhausted
2: of course well even coming here today I was like okay perfect I'm going to the library libraries have printers I'll work on my Nova Scotia grants application at the library and print off the documents for the meeting I have tomorrow morning before we go to the podcast and then Mm -hmm. I'm already like I need to do my artist TV and I need to do all and it's just like everything is a new new thing or another layer to a thing I'm already doing so it just gets very Mm -hmm. overwhelming
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was overwhelmed with stuff in my 20s like all through university did a a lot of extracurricular stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that continued when I finished university. And then I don't know that I officially burned out. I don't really know what that looks like, but I started to say no to things or I phased out of some yeah. things that I was involved in. And now I seem to be going back in the other direction, <laughs> but with creative stuff yeah. as opposed to, um, volunteer Like board work, work and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm still doing some board work. Um, but I haven't burned out with the creative stuff yet. So I'm going to keep on chugging. Because
2: we'll st- um, at the end of the day, I think it still feels good. Yeah. It does. You, you yeah. Put a, you put out a product or something that you've worked hard on and it's mm-hmm. like it's a part of your soul to be cheesy. It still feels good. Where if you do really good work with a board, it can feel good, but it's not the same way. It's not restorative. It's still exhausting. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Creative work, I feel, is restorative.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. Well, that's kinda, and that's often the like intention or the purpose of doing yeah. that work is like being able to externalize stuff and talk about stuff mm-hmm. and let it go and like pro and have that time to process things yeah. even though it's exhausting it's like the because like most of us uh you know can't afford a therapist or no. like can't afford a regular therapist and so mm-hmm. we find other outlets and a lot of times that's creative pursuits you know that's whether that's yeah. doing comedy mm-hmm. or making a film or like working on a podcast yeah um they're all you know Means to the same end.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: Lisa knows this because we did the same uh, comedy workshop like three years ago now. Two oh, years ago. It was two, two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And when we came time to do our stand up set, my whole set was pretty much talking about a deep, personal, intimate health condition I have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that felt great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally. So I hear that. Release the demons.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. So you. Uh, we're talking about like doing some stand-up. Yeah. Um, what does that look like? Because like this, technically we've like categorized this as a comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. That's true. I like...
1: Sometimes I forget that.
2: Which is <laughs> 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 so, the biggest joke of all.
1: So, so, <laughs> so we, sometimes
0: it's like we're talking about comedy. Sometimes we're just like super funny. It's one yeah. or the other. Mm. Um, sometimes neither. So, I was going to say, that's...
2: it can't be the same at the same time. We can't be talking about comedy and also be funny. No. No.
0: <laughs> no. And... <laughs> No, so let's take it down. Um, this is a serious conversation simmer. about comedy. Simmer. So you've so you've done some stand up. Yeah. And you do improv. We yes. did improv recently together. Yeah, so you killed fun. it. That was you such were so a good, time. good. I'll thank I do i Jill, the teacher,
2: was like literally yeah. like just being like, All right, Adam, it's time for you can you, can you do it? And then she'd just like she'd be like giving the notes to everyone else and she'd be like, just do
0: more of you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. That's well that's the feedback. first time in my life anyone's ever said that to me. And I-, I do <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate it. Yeah. But it was so much fun. So so what is your kind of um affinity with that or what oh. like what is your kind of like motivation to engage with stand up or improv mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. any of those things?
2: Um to maintain and increase my social capital. No, <laughs> um, yeah. partially true. But mm-hmm. I was really shy as a kid, uh, as lots of creative queer folks are. It's mm-hmm. like didn't really have a whole lot of friends. It was really, really anxious, and I'm still really, really anxious. But it's become this mm-hmm. like coping mechanism to yeah. only tell jokes. Doesn't matter how serious the environment is. Doesn't matter what's happening. Um, I will crack a joke. For instance, I waited a really long time to get an STI check once. And I was terrified to go. And I did it on a walk-in day at the Halifax Sexual Health Center uh, clinic in um and walked in, and the elevators dump out right inside, right in front of where the door is. And usually mm-hmm. there's an admin person working. They weren't there that day, and I was a little late. And so I opened the elevator doors, step up, and there's just a lineup of people. Mm-hmm. And me, anxious, was like, Are you all here for the American Idol auditions? <laughs> <laughs> and no one laughed. And I went, Ha ha! And then went to the back of the line. And it's just like, so comedy is just this thing I always do when I'm nervous mm-hmm. and I'd like to do it more when I'm not nervous yeah. um, and do it more in ways that are like, I guess more curated, like so podcasts or improv mm-hmm. or, you know, actual stand-up shows. So it's definitely helped me come out of my shell a little bit. Um, and people tell me I'm funny. So it's like one of these things mm-hmm. if enough people tell you you're funny, you start mm-hmm. to believe it.
0: Yeah, totally. You know,
2: until you have your mental breakdown and then you have to reset <laughs> and then people tell you you're funny again and it just, it's just an endless cycle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely have visions of like, see myself do stand up more or or like, you know, have that big break moment, you know, but it's like, you got to do the work. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's what I don't do a lot of.
0: It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause it's, I, I I mean, it's hard because it's not always good, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's always, it's always useful. It's Mm -hmm. always like a learning opportunity. Yeah. But sometimes a learning opportunity isn't a ton of fun. No. Um, (laughs) but I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's tough, it's tough, and it's tough out there, but there's yeah. some there's some it's really like revitalizing to go to a show, even to do yeah. bad, because like A you get to see other people perform that are yeah. like killing it mm. and B like at least those people are like patting you on the back and being like, you know, that was that's like one show. Yeah. Like they know your worth and they know that like you're actually you're just having a weird night or whatever.
2: But there's a culture of that in stand-up, like the whole bomb culture. It's like, go practice bomb, practice bomb, practice bomb. And it's encouraged. And I'm like, too much of a perfectionist to allow myself to there You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know that's like part, you. you just got to show up and do the work. And then the quality will come with the more quantity yeah. you put out. So yeah. um, this is all like rational advice that the emotional part of me is like, nope.
1: It's just safer <laughs> to be in your mom's basement.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you what it isn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some dark thoughts down there, folks. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, you can't really fully test a joke in a vacuum.
2: No. Mm-hmm.
1: It it might seem funny to you. What if it's a Dyson? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I Maybe mean, if you're, you're in a Dyson these days. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> powerful.
2: Yeah, I have one. I love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've recently been turned on to the appeal of a vacuum cleaner. Oh. As a as a household. Uh, tool?
2: Oh cuz you don't have carpets. You would never Right. Yeah.
1: I have concrete floors everywhere. The only bit of carpet I have is bath mat which can go in the laundry. Yeah. So every We're year just in the this with is a real you. tangent from like bombing on stage <laughs> yeah. which I've never done. <laughs> but I I've, I've told I've told jokes that haven't landed the way that I thought that they might if yeah. I worked on them a bit more. Anyway, vacuum cleaner. For for several years, my mother around Christmas time or around birthdays would say, "Do you would you like a vacuum cleaner maybe?" Yeah. And I'd say, Mom, I don't think I need a vacuum cleaner. I have no carpet. I have a broom. I have a little, like, dust buster, not Mm -hmm. that brand, but the the equivalent. And that seems to kind of do the trick. Like, my floors are dusty, but that's just, it's inevitable. I use a lot of Kleenex, so there's constantly dust in the air. (laughs) Um, But then this year, I was just, I had reached my point, my limit, where I was like, you know what? There's a lot of dust on the floor. All the time, this vacuum thing that I have is not cut. I feel like I'm trick. watching
2: the, like the black and white beginnings of an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could just see you doing that. It's is, like, you
1: it's know what? Not the first time I've had this conversation with people about the virtues of the vacuum cleaner. Not a particular brand, just as a thing that exists yeah, in the world. Yeah. Um. So I, I thought maybe it's time. Yeah. And this was around November, so I mm-hmm. called my mom and I was like,
2: "So you sucked it up? If yeah, wow.
1: If you still need to get some Christmassy things." I think I'd be willing to try this vacuum cleaner idea you've had for X number of years. Unbeknownst to me, she would already bought me a vacuum cleaner. Like She had Six reached her ago. limit long ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like, there's a vacuum cleaner going into this house. So, got a vacuum cleaner for Christmas. Did my first ever, like, zipped around. It's got lights on it, which a vac- the vacuum what? cleaner that my mom owned growing up never had a light, but there's, yeah, there's like guiding lights so I can vacuum in the dark and see the dust on the floor even better because that's when I would notice it, is when I'm home during the daylight. Yeah. It's like fog lights. Yeah. Well, my place has never been so clean.
2: Your place is already like super clean. (laughs) It's
1: fairly, it's tidy and clean, but there was always this dust on the floor that I could not get Mm -hmm. rid of, and I could Mm -hmm. see I wear slippers because I'm a dignified human. Um... (laughs) Most of the time I wear slippers so I could see the dust on the bottom of the slippers. Not anymore. It's gone. Uh, anyway, I'm... everybody should buy a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and everyone
0: should bomb. Mm. And yeah.
1: everyone should bomb <laughs> yeah. on stage at least once in their life and yeah. just learn that hard lesson. Yeah,
0: yeah, It's a hard lesson.
1: Yeah. It's also a hard lesson to learn that, oh, this dust was avoidable this entire time I've been living unnecessarily in my own dust. Mm-hmm. What is it?
2: So dust on the floor is one thing. So like that stuff I always do. It's always the dust like on like blinds or like on my plants that I'm like, what do mm. I do with that? Do I walk around with like a little q tip and like just take all like I have a lot of plants. It's like that would be forever.
0: Um I do not have that burden. No. <laughs> I think
1: Thank I keep
2: like... renaming it for what it is a burden. Well, it's I
1: plants are dependents, right? You can list them on your tax return.
2: Can you? No. Oh, I was you
0: like, can't. I
1: just did my taxes, Lisa. <laughs> you can't. But they—they well, so they can are dependent. Like you have—you have, you have <laughs> to care late. for them, or they will die.
0: Yeah, you have to, But so they April. are a bit of a, a burden. End of you're, April. Yeah, it's a suggestion. You're
2: projecting your lateness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're late. No, I'm planning to be late. Oh, I fully intend to be late. I, I didn't have do my no ta- intention of doing. I it. didn't
2: do my taxes for six years once. Yeah. And then did them at all once. Like, once. Six times. Six. times. Yeah. Well, it all becomes the same period if you. Yeah, totally. And so I did it. I finally did my taxes and the person I did my taxes had did them incorrectly oh, and told me I was going to get a $6,000 return mm. I'm like, and I was like wh- finger wagging at friends and family and be like see this is why I don't do I wouldn't have gotten a $6,000 return if I did it a year to year I actually owed $6,000 yeah. Oh. and then yeah. because you owe money and they're late they apply a percentage of yeah. their penalty yeah. so I owed a lot more
0: yeah, uh, thankfully it's gone now but right yeah, and I'm familiar with the like the fee structure of being late because every year I'm late. Just I don't know. <laughs> yeah. April always gets super nuts, and I just yeah. like it's a wild time. D- it's not that I don't. I I have time. Sure, I'm not gonna. <laughs> we I' all need have to, 24 one hours. One of the things I'm gonna stop doing is being like I don't have time to do that. I have time. I don't want to do it. I, I will do it. Yeah, when it's convenient and I'm upped for it
2: do you know what closes a conversation when someone asks you for something i literally will go i can't prioritize that right now and they've become so uncomfortable with that response they're just like cool <laughs> like walk away they're like i just can't or if you say that makes me uncomfortable people are just like great and they just like walk away yeah mostly i say it to my mom right yeah she's like can you drive me to the store and i'm like can't prioritize that right now mom eat your vegetables clean the yeah vegetables. yeah well, Hope she doesn't
0: listen to this. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, well, not my Tyler's mom, if you're listening, uh, we're just kidding around. Yeah, she's the best. These are jokes.
2: I spawn. I say my mom's my sponsor on every episode of 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 quirky and or yeah. queer at the end because I like that. she like lets me live in her house, and so mm-hmm. it really makes different. I try to make them different every time because I just think if you get boring, if it's the same, so like, like the last time I said I was like a troll monster who lives under the bridge, mm-hmm. and yeah, <laughs> it was she. She doesn't find it so funny, <laughs> which I find more funny. Yes, you know? of course.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes someone that's humorless just mm-hmm. makes a situation. Yeah, it's so much nicer. Yeah. I don't know know either.
2: What motivated you two to do a podcast? What what was like the spark that lit the fire?
1: We went for coffee one time (laughs) and we realized this conversation is just riveting. (laughs) And more people have to hear this. Exactly.
0: Besides the people in this coffee shop who
2: are like, please shut up.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're
2: like, I'm trying to do my taxes (laughs) at a coffee shop. I don't know why you do that. But
1: yeah. I mean, but I'm we were having that Tim
2: Hortons doing their taxes.
0: Did
1: you? Oh wow!
0: Weird. Anyway,
1: That's very sorry. Canadian, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's so
0: Canadian. Yeah. But yeah. You were sorry you were saying.
1: Um, well, I think we were actually having a conversation about how mm-hmm. we had talked to other people about how much fun it would be to have a podcast. Maybe yeah. not fun, but that it would be it's nice. Fun. It yeah. is fun. Um, but I didn't know what the a podcast I would make should be about because um, I feel like um, there is already a podcast about all the things I'm interested in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Star Trek <laughs> there are many mm-hmm. about both of those things so what do I, do I have to add to the conversation oh. so, so you're like, here we are just talking about whatever comes yeah, into our minds laugh
2: out loud you're a homosexual.
0: (laughs) We thought it was a broad enough uh, scope. I like it. That we could fit more or less anything into it.
2: That's why I chose quirky and or queer because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into like just only dealing with like um, a specific narrow thing of being gay. I wanted it to Mm -hmm. be open, right? And so Mm -hmm. like, "LL, you're gay. is like, life's absurd. I think it's even more absurd for people who are in the gay community because they just experience (laughs) different things, you know? So, and oppression can often bring about... A sense of humor, unfortunately. Yes. Oh, totally. Not yes. always, I mean, but... I,
0: yeah. Oh, I 100% coping mechanisms. It's, it's, yeah, it's number one, yeah, for me. And yeah, like that was why that was what I like the idea for the title of the podcast was like this, like, flippant phrase that like junior high students mm-hmm. use. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of it with us, it's kind of funny, like, yeah. you know, so yeah. I was, I was like, this kind of a charming little way. And, yeah. And yeah, we would like sit every, like, every. Three or four months, we would yeah. get coffee and we would sit there all day, yeah. basically, and like yeah, that's chat, essentially like, what, hap- and what just happened. Riff. And like yeah. it, like it just was like constantly fun, and like I'd been wanting to do a podcast, and she'd been wanting to do a podcast, and we we're both kind of like, why don't we just, don't we just do podcasting? <laughs> Yeah. And then... Mutual accountability.
2: Yeah. When you you're go. both yeah. accountable to something else or someone else, it's like you're more likely to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. having the access to this space we're in, yeah. the Halifax Regional Library downtown, mm-hmm. yeah. has these beautiful media studios mm-hmm. that we can record in.
2: I was so pumped to walk into, and the guy was like, please drink your tea outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but yeah. my medicine's in there. And he was very sweet about it, but I was just like, I- why do I everything up yeah. yeah is this do you click explicit when you upload these podcasts
0: oh no i usually bleep uh oh, okay. so i'll bleep you smart bleep me bleep me yeah. bleep it i sometimes i miss them mm. sometimes <laughs> i really do my best It was and, only
1: on one episode where we had three guests oh,
0: yeah three guests on one episode yeah three guests and it got and, wild yeah it's a great episode oh man um but uh it I there was there was a point at which I was like I wasn't even hearing the swearing, like I, like when I was listening to it to edit I was like I, there was minutes where there was many 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 curse words and I was like nothing happened <laughs> and it was just it was just wall to wall your your brain was just saturated well it's just it, like certain people like I mean me in my like regular voice. Um, Can you give I, us a little glimpse of that regular voice? Hey, everybody. No. Um, I don't know. I, but I swear. I mean, I swear quite a bit. Yeah. But I don't hear because I'm like, yeah. oh. you know, I'm trying to be, you know, more of a mass appeal. And we have we have some young fans. Yes, but as we learned you? on our last
1: episode. Yeah. So, oh. you, Tyler, you won't have heard the season premiere yet because it's still in uh, post-production yeah. at this point in time. But, yes, we have uh, two young fans. Uh, who are under the age of ten? No, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they Very love the podcast.
2: Uh,
3: uh, under 10. under
2: mm-hmm. ten. Oh my gosh! So I'm probably gonna work for them one day. Yeah, 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. They, they were just born with like an iPhone in their hands, weren't they?
1: Basically, probably yeah. Yeah.
0: neural yeah. network. Well, it's like so cool because like their parents like share it with them, because it's, like, someone we know. Oh, and my gosh. Like, yeah. That's adorable. so sweet. Yeah. And we're so lucky. Hello to those folks again. Yes. No. Hi, Myron
1: and I'm Lars. No. I think we should say hi to them every time, because they'll get such a kick out of it.
0: I
2: think it's a, I think it's a funny little thing to include every episode. You there know? You like, I think that's a brilliant thing. I love that stuff could, like that.
0: There it oh. is. There's our segment for every episode.
1: This is perfect. So, last uh, season, we set a resolution for ourselves. Mistake. Um <laughs> Yeah. That we would introduce a new segment mm-hmm. uh, for season three. Because oh. we tried. A lo- we have a standing segment at the end, which is Laugh of the Week. Mm-hmm. And during the first two seasons, we would occasionally toy with the idea of, oh, this is a great idea for a segment. And we would do it a total of one time and never do it again. Uh, so we wanted to find something that would stick around. That and last me- time we were Sorry. in here, we decided, oh, listener mail because we have had a couple of those Mm -hmm. and we had this lovely voicemail message from Myron and Lars. And then we're now recording the second episode without having released the first one where we tell people that's going to be our new segment. So we have not solicited any listener mail. So Uh... we don't have any. Uh, So I think that your idea is great and Mm -hmm. much easier for us to accomplish as a goal to just be, here's our segment of the week. That is, saying hi to our young listeners, Myron and Lars, in mm. the car with their mom.
0: So, it'd be mean, on the count of three, but you're going to say hello. One, two, three. Hi! hi. hi. Segment uh, complete.
1: <laughs> this is Just great. Just like that. We'll come up with some sort of jingle jangle noise jingle jangle. that you can put at the beginning yeah. to introduce it. It's going to you know be great.
2: Be another good segment for you two, I think, is a segment where you talk about what would be a good segment. <laughs> I never actualize those segments. <laughs> for like the different ideas—that
1: is kind of what it has become. Yeah, yeah I think it's it'd be all, so funny. We
0: usually acknowledge it. We're like, I know we said we would do this, we haven't done it. No one's keeping us accountable, but we still feel awkward about it. Um, but yeah, maybe that's—I don't maybe know that's why we feel
1: this pressure. It's—it's—it's it's, <laughs> it's internal pressure entirely. Yeah. Nobody is forcing us to have more segments. They mm-hmm. have—it has not been requested. We have no, no listener mail. <laughs> But not, no, but we have very little listener mail. Critic.
2: We we critique ourselves. Yeah,
1: and, I guess that's yeah. what it is. And well, we listen
0: to other podcasts. We listen to like mm-hmm. you know programs that are established and have yeah. funding and have sponsorship and have like the ability yeah. to like sit with it and mm-hmm. work on it collaboratively and plan yeah. and yeah do it as work. Yeah, not that this doesn't work, but like. It's not we paid have, work. No, exactly. Yeah. We have our jobs that we have to go to. Yeah. And then we try to, and that's the other thing, is like we've talked about a bunch of times and maybe we could also talk about that is like trying to manage like working a job and having a creative <sighs> pursuit or multiple yeah. creative mm-hmm. pursuits and yeah. how you even manage that because we've we've talked about we this a bunch. We have talked about it, yeah. And with all, most of our guests, we end up talking about it because <laughs> most of our guests are in that situation. Yeah. Because yeah. most people aren't full-time artists. No. Whatever that looks like. You know? And
2: the pressure to be a full-time artist is part of the reason why it's such a struggle. Because it's like, we're all creative people. Mm-hmm. And so this idea that you only have value if you've made it as a full-time artist. Mm. And yeah. I'm like, but people have been creating since the dawn of time without being paid. People should be paid. And it should be more value within society. It's yes. just, it just sucks that it's not. But it's just like you're critiqued from the outside for people who aren't creators and then you're critiqued from the inside for people who are creators because there's a scarcity of resources and Mm -hmm. people are like, does your thing have merit or value? Mm -hmm. So like the thing, like the segment, it's like we build up this idea like this will make it better. And I was like, it's good because we're just, you're here, but it's you still want to grow. But at the same time, it's just such a struggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I get overburdened with creative stuff all the time. I have like a, I'm sure you folks do the same thing, or like a list or emails or like a productivity tool. That you just put in ideas all the time mm-hmm. or a book. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. it's the, I look at one folder now. It's like ideas. It's like one hundred <laughs> and ten. Like, am I going to go through there and be like, Ooh, what's the idea I want to work on today? No. Yeah. Part of the process is just realizing I'm going to write this stuff down. Mm. And if yeah. it resonates, I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up like uh-huh. a podcast or photo work. Yeah, it's a struggle. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys do you folks have Patreon? Do you just set one up? no I no, did that this but you s-
1: I noticed that you did that and then it dawned on me maybe we should do that <laughs> yeah we have all these mysterious people who seem to listen to this yeah, podcast people
0: yeah
2: well see what happened for me is I had a friend that I was a roommate with just randomly sent me thirty dollars once like she lives mm. in Italy and she just sent That's me thirty dollars nice and I was like oh maybe there are people out there who just are waiting to send me money that I've never even thought about right um I only have three patrons right now but it's it's you know an extra few dollars a month yeah it's just, it just feels nice it's I never started up thinking I was going to make any money yeah I probably won't break even when you consider the time put into it um but it, it's just it's just sweet yeah
0: I think it's a, I, like when I when that first came out I thought it was such a cool idea because mm-hmm. all these like creators like not necessarily podcast makers but people like there was like Comedians and yeah. comic artists mm-hmm. and people that like just made weird content on the internet yep. who mm-hmm. were like making this like incredible content, but like had no budgets. Yeah, and then they had access to that money, and then what they were able to produce and put out there was like so much not better, but it was like there was more time put yeah. into it. So Absolutely. like the product is more polished. Um, the yeah. quality is the same quality because they yeah. are a good creator, so they're going to create stuff that's good either way. But having that time. It, it doesn't make no difference you no. know what I mean like sure. there's definitely a difference
2: and life is work right so everything's work doing your dishes yeah. is work doing self care is work taking you know all these things are work so it's like we can't just value and prioritize just that nine to five mm-hmm. if you're lucky to have that kind mm-hmm. of work you know what I mean like the rest of life is work yeah. you know it's just how we prioritize it and how easy it is to prioritize different things so
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah I'm actually because like I mentioned I, like, I'm starting a job next month and I haven't I haven't worked full time in six months Right. Mm-hmm. and I'm like terrified <laughs> It'll yeah, be an adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. O- only because like it's
0: like, yeah, it's a real, it's a lot.
2: And I'm in school too. I'll be doing four yeah. courses this summer. So just mm-hmm. like I'm like, but then I think of like when I was 20, bartending, getting five mm-hmm. hours of sleep a night, doing eight courses at a time, and yeah. you're just like, how did I do that? Oh right, I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Uh, um, but oh yeah, it is terrifying, Ugh. but exciting. Then I have a sweet gig this weekend. I don't know if you know about it, but I've been oh. cast as Customer Number One <laughs> in a short film. Oh my god! I know. I'm so excited. I like? Should you be at home practicing my lines.
0: <laughs> I uh, j- just so people know for sure. I mean, we've talked about it before, but I'm not laughing at you. I'll be like, uh, it's our, it's our film.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good way to yes. Yeah, we cast
1: him yeah. yeah. in the we're. Yes, yeah, sorry.
2: I guess if you're just listening to that, you're like, wow, they're. <laughs> They're really rude. They like... They're not supportive of his dreams I at mean, all. I
1: pe- mean, anybody who listens to this podcast probably thinks that already, obviously. but
0: well, no. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a short, short film we're making. We're super excited to have you on board. That's I'm pumped. Ch- uh, mm-hmm. Stoked to have you in today.
2: I don't know how many what people I mean? I've told about this weekend. be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm actually in a short film. <laughs> I've been cast in a short film. And it's like the girl at Superstore being like, is it debit or credit? <laughs> <laughs> I like well credit because I'm in a short film this weekend so you know I'm gonna just, get a credit in getting, the yeah, end. exactly yeah. <laughs> well,
0: what is my credit it's customer number one yeah. The,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah yeah T Colburn yeah oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i'm I'm super pumped actually maybe because getting in with that film actually had me audition it inspired me to audition for another one I didn't get the other
0: part but it was just fun to like audition oh, so that's it's great like, yeah
2: so it is it is fun
0: it's I'm excited yeah yeah it's it's a lot. It's we're like crunch time. Yeah, we're oh. currently three, three, days 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 we're three days away. Three days away. We're just borrowing every suitcase. The fil- <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the, the short film is about a luggage store. Yeah, and we have an empty store, so we. You walked borrowing. in
2: here today with a suitcase, and I was like, "What's that for?" Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I'm gonna be carrying around fifty suitcases for yeah. the next few days. Um, and yeah, so we're just like. Signing thank you cards and oh, picking up suitcases,
2: yeah. busy. And how are you keeping track of all the suitcases of who's who? Like little stickers inside or something. Yeah. We have a
0: list. We have I have, a, I have an Excel sheet. I'm, okay. a, I'm an Excel guy. Uh, are you? I want to get a tattoo that says that. I'm ex- um, I, I love know? an Excel. <laughs> accelerate your breath. <laughs> yeah. Accelerate your sheet. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I love an Excel sheet, and so I have that. Slash, we're gonna do some little tags. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. smart.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring it. I'll bring a few. I have like three or four. Amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah totally it's kind of it's kind of like we were talking about it earlier like it's really it's actually kind of a special thing it's mostly just for us but it's kind of a special thing that like the luggage that's going to fill the store mm-hmm. is like our friend's baggage mm-hmm. like it's kind of this like tender thing yeah. instead of just having a bunch of like random stuff um. so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm into it and I'm everyone's too. been so generous yes, and like very. just giving us whatever we want Yeah. So we're really excited we're going to shoot at the mall
1: yeah we're going to spend the whole weekend at the mall
0: it's my favorite place to be Is it? 100%. Oh my god. I love the mall. Really? I love the mall. Any mall? mall? Any mall. Any mall. Strip mall? Strip mall. Ideally a mall that you walk indoors. And it's just the one, yeah. Yeah, like my... Did you ever... Do you remember Penhorn? Oh, yeah. Penhorn Mall. Oh, yeah. Uh, from... They used
2: to have a really good um, Sunday uh, flea market.
0: Oh, my yeah. God. My yeah. Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they yeah. did. It was just as good as Sackville's. They were oh, very good. It the was so great. Yeah. Yeah. Penhorn Mall was like, that's like the epitome of what a mall is to me. Yeah. Um, and this is this film is kind of an homage to that mm. kind of time in mall yeah. history. Yeah. Because I think we're losing malls. Absolutely. Sadly. Yeah. Um, we're moving towards the like exterior entrance. Yeah. Which. Right.
3: And
2: we're losing like everyday people malls. We're getting more yeah. bougie malls. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but, like, that's the big shift yeah. that's happening. Yeah.
1: When I was growing up in Sydney, so I missed Penhorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was already right. being kind of phased, phased out. out when I moved up here, but we uh-huh. had uh, two malls in Sydney. Two. Yeah, I'd say two. The Mayflower Mall, mm-hmm. which has like. 80 plus stores, according to the sign, and then there was the Sydney Shopping Center, which is closer to downtown. Mm-hmm. And I, it was, oh, it had like it was the not fancy mall. The Mayflower Mall is not fancy, yeah, at all. There's it's always the brown contrast, tile, ones or the other. But one is always better than yeah. the other. And the the shopping center, I mean, my high school cohort referred it to it as. This is not a, like, it's not a bad word, but it's, like, a rude thing to to refer to something as. It was called the Grub Mall. Oh. Like, if you were a, a grub, not the kind of bug, but, like, a a grubby person, right. that was your mall. But I had another, I had one friend so, in particular so, who had a much yeah. better name for it, and this may not resonate with everybody, but it made sense if you knew the place. Yeah. She referred to it as the Brown Ski Pants Mall. Oh.
0: (laughs) What? I can't wait. I can't wait because it's my favorite new mall.
1: And that was the whole, like... It was not as fancy as the other place. It was like hand-me-down brown ski pants. Yeah, (laughs) and that was how you felt when you were there. It's like this is, and I spent a lot of time in that mall because it's it's spitting distance from my high school. So on off periods, that was where we went.
2: Y'all just suited up in your brown ski pants, and you're like, like, (laughs) "Come on, guys!"
1: Yeah, but I bought a lot of VHS from the Sam the Record Man. Oh, Sam the Record Man. Yeah, the Day Girl Interrupted was released on VHS. Yeah, made a beeline on my off period. Yeah yeah
2: it's funny you and I are the same age so it's like that that movie Girl Interrupted was definitely very formative for oh, me yeah in so many ways so, well I less ways it. for me <laughs> in that case <laughs> Clea Duvall did not do
1: things to me oh no Angelina oh yeah well that's Clea weird. makes sense but yeah. Um, yeah no it was all about Angelina yeah. for me I saw it three times in the theater because yeah. um, I was figuring it. something out I've seen it never you've so... never seen Girl oh, Interrupted oh my god no. I, actually,
0: I, have a, I 100% have this like other concept for a podcast yeah. that I'm like one day maybe thinking about doing I have five minutes to myself. Um, (laughs) But I want to make a podcast called I Haven't Seen That. Yeah. And because I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Like, people, every day, someone talking about a movie and I haven't seen it. Yeah. Like, you got to see. I've seen six movies. (laughs) And
2: (laughs) And I was there for one of them with you. Yeah, 100%. And
0: I've seen Men in Black. Oh. Men in Black 2. Yeah. Men in Black 3. Yeah. And all the Wes Anderson movies. Okay. And that's pretty much what I've watched. Okay. (laughs) And. I'll tell you one thing, Men in Black. That's a great series. Yeah, can't wait. For I have, There's a new one I haven't out. seen now. it. I can't wait. With I haven't uh, seen it. Oh. Oh. What?
1: I have not seen Men in Black Men one, in two, or black. three. They What's are. I've heard the song yeah. too many the Men times. Men in Black
0: soundtrack was the first CD I ever purchased. I had.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. That's special. So
2: something. This is a <laughs> separate thought, but it just made me think of the high school. But so I was really big in high school, like quite overweight. Mm. You know, I got the biggest I got was three hundred pounds. And so I used to buy all my clothes. This is going to relate back to Men in Black, I promise. Um, used to buy all my clothes at Stitches, which at the time was more, um, I guess, like urban inspired, yes. whatever that means. Stitches. Right? Stitches, yeah. And so it was all like, like very... That was the jingle. Well, it was all very baggy Stitches. and it all had like patches on it. And so that's where I shopped because it was the stuff that was the baggy, so I'd always wear it. Mm-hmm. But because I wore that and I lived in a really small town in the middle of nowhere, I was like, well, I guess I like rap music now. Yeah. And so... Men in Black Mm -hmm. lots of rap on there Mm -hmm. and uh, I guess there was the the Coolio song where where it was the song with Michelle Pfeiffer that movie um, oh
1: um, Dangerous Minds uh, Dangerous Minds so I like would Gangsta's Paradise uh, yeah
2: and so I would be walking around Middleton with like a headset on listening to CDs or Mm -hmm. like cassettes of like this really intense like um, rap that just wasn't my style but because it was literally like what the clothes I wore so (laughs) Men in Black was one of them but I'd be like people like what are you listening to I'd be like Hello, Cool Jay. And then they would like look away, and I'd be like, Hey, Mariah Carey, you go back in.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Men in Black was one of the albums, I played it over and over again when people were looking. It's a great
0: record. <laughs> I would recommend people check it out. Yeah. It's got a lot of... I mean, the title track alone. Yeah. The Will Smith song alone is uh, worth the price of admission. I
2: would <laughs> request that song, because I did like those the songs, because it was lighter on the local radio station down in the valley. And like, <laughs> they would reply... We don't play that kind of music. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I remember being a little kid, be like, something's wrong with that.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. I've literally come to realize it's racism. It yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. exactly what that yeah. is. Systemic, ideological, the yeah. Systemic, institutional, ideological—the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Anyway. Of out. Yeah. That's yeah. a great song. Oh, now I was down there a couple of weeks ago, and they played oh, a Will Smith song, and I was yeah. like, "Look, who's had their day? Me." <laughs> and Will. <laughs> and, and Will. Smith. Yeah. Um, who's the new Just Getting G.
1: that royalty check from the <laughs> yeah, from, Valley Radio Station. From
2: Magic ninety four point nine. <laughs> yeah. God bless them. Which used to be ninety seven point yeah. seven. Oh. Did Probably. your local radio stations did you like stay up on Friday nights to like listen to like their top ten of the week? Did you have that? Oh.
1: Not just Friday, Top 9 at 9. Top 9 at 9, yes, it was. Yeah, okay. You did the same thing I did. Yeah, yeah. and with my tape cassette recorder, meticulously trying to record every song without getting the DJ's stupid voice. every time.
2: That song by um, Seal. Kiss by a rose.
1: Yeah. Kiss
2: from a rose? Kiss from I can never remember.
1: It's from Batman Returns. Exactly. Another Michelle Pfeiffer Forever. 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 So not the one Michelle Pfeiffer's in. No,
2: that was Batman Returns, the best one. Yeah. Yes, uh, but yeah, that song is the one I tried to record on the radio over and over again and could never get because the DJs are always speaking because there's such a long intro, yeah. which apparently is a thing that songs in the '90s. I Mariah think, Carey was. It, is you told me this maybe. Loser.
1: Yeah, we no, we were talking. We were in the same room when this conversation. Okay,
2: where <laughs> they, they used to be recorded longer in the intro. Yeah. It was a comedian who told us the, the story at the. I
1: think it was Ryan.
2: Oh, it was Ryan. Ryan, yeah, that makes our more music
1: sense. Uh, genius friend.
2: <laughs> he, he would not have a podcast saying, "I haven't seen that right. <laughs> or heard that," because he's. Knows everything. He's
0: great. Yeah, I don't know anything. No. No. No.
1: But yeah, whoever what was his name? Tommy Matola, Mariah yeah. Carey's uh producer, designed the songs that way, that they'd have this long intro so the DJ could talk over it. Yeah. And right. And it would get more they would get more radio play for that reason.
0: One of my favorite Bits. There's uh, this comedian, Chris Fleming. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar, but mm-hmm. he's a really funny guy. He started out, not started out, but like he got kind of well-known because he has this YouTube channel where he has all these characters and they're really hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, his stand-up is some of the best stand-up I've ever seen in my really? entire life. It's Chris Fleming? Chris Fleming. I had to look him up. In, like I saw him live when we were, I was in Toronto recently yeah. for Comedy Fest with uh, our friend Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, So I'm like, it was like the funniest live show I've ever seen. Really? And he has this bit about um, Fast Car and a (laughs) radio DJ dismounting the the track, like, just right before. Like, I'm not going to tell you any more than that because like you should just go listen I, to it i'm excited to hear uh, that it's online it there's a he has a whole show on or he has a whole special on youtube called show pig oh. it's all very 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 funny but it, it's it's talking about that exact thing where like the dj is talking and you can and you know it's happening yeah. and he's like it's 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 very funny interesting it's, yeah it's great oh yeah he's a really funny he, he's a really funny guy <laughs> that's but. literally all i, I had need to hear
1: a, i had an experience of this recently with mm-hmm. the, the radio djs interfering with the song uh, my very favorite radio dj sarah cox who i've talked about on this podcast at least once before um <laughs> uh, station? she's on bbc radio 2 oh, in the okay. uk and i listen to her show all the time she played um the new radicals song um you get what you give oh yeah and she started talking before the bit at the end with the fashion shows with Beck and Hanson, no. Courtney Love, and Marilyn Manson. She cut off the song. And I was this <laughs> is the best part. I have this memorized. Yeah. It's my favorite part to sing along to. Yeah. But she redeemed herself because just a week later, she played it again, and she let it go through the, to the right. end. Maybe she got feedback. I didn't I didn't tweet at her. <gasps> over hey, it. I email. wasn't that upset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dear BBC. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it Len?
1: Lan, no. no. is a different band. Steal Your Sunshine. But I, yeah. Steal, Steal Your, your sun-
0: Sunshine. So what are we talking about? The New, New Radicals. Radicals. <laughs> you, get what
1: you, you get what you give. Yeah, that I mean, song. Like I've, been in
0: another, I've been in another room for the last five minutes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. You said the band name and the song. I and, did. And, uh, yeah. and you're
2: like, I'm going to choose to he- hear none of that. <laughs> I just, it,
0: it, if it's not like really presently in my mind or I'm really actively trying to remember it, it just slips out the back yeah you know, fair, I, fair I enough
2: know. as it should i mean yeah you know, the
1: Blend steal your sunshine is another great jam another canadian band yeah. are this, they canadian they're they canadian oh. and my favorite thing yeah. about them is thinking back i have such nostalgia for that summer of whatever year it was 98 yeah. or 99 yeah,
2: that's i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah of everybody in my age cohort trying to decide whether the Two singers were brother and sister, or a couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they—they're brother and sister. And I now think. it's a That's Game of Thrones
2: just... world, so it could be both.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I. Spoiler alert for the first ever episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah,
2: yeah, season one, episode one. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Something that were, kind of reminds me of—I didn't realize—Vice put out this series, and I'm, I'm just calling it a series. There's two that I know of, but there are these little short. Uh, like documentaries about like songs from the like mm. 90s oh. one is sandstorm oh, oh amazing like, we came on at the gym yeah. the other day and ben- i was ben- so yeah. happy yeah. that song the ben- yeah yeah so there's a, there's a documentary
1: <laughs> about <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs> that one so that's that one. surprisingly good so yeah. I, I watched a few minutes of that one he but went then I,
0: yeah I, I just hit the first note you know what i'm doing
2: for like 10 times too long sorry really yeah. for no
0: story. it's all it's all good um <laughs> we, I saw. I was watching that, and then I real. I looked over at the bar on the side, and I realized that there was one for blue by I Oh, oh my uh, god! And I was like, "Forget it." My sandstorm. brain went
1: there before you even yeah. said it. Was that yeah. the next it's one? It's
0: very, very strange. I was, but they like they they finally like they talk about like what the lyrics are, yeah. what the lyrics mean. All this they mean nothing. They don't. Oh, thank right. God! Because no. how could they? Yeah, no.
1: I loathe that song. I. It was in a movie I watched. I know you do. I think this has come up before.
2: It was in a movie I watched <laughs> last night as a, like a, as a way to give you a sense of what timeline oh, it was in. It was Iron right. Man three. Okay. Great movie. I don't- <laughs>
3: I haven't seen any. Of them. Trying
2: to rewatch all the Marvel films before Endgame comes out. Anyways, they right. there was like a flashback scene and they introed the scene with that song. So you were like, oh, this takes place in ninety eight, ninety right. nine, and yeah. you're, it, it was so effective. I
1: was it like, would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's very, it's it's of a time. Yeah, it's of a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not a fan at the time.
2: Remember the hamster song? It was oh. around the same time. Oh, that was yeah. also awful. It was a couple of years afterwards, and I tried to do the same thing that song did, and it just didn't pick up any traction. No. It was yeah. stuck on its own wheel with nowhere to go. Wow. Yeah,
0: well, there you go, folks.
1: <laughs> uh, remember Bloodhound Gang? Yeah. I have oh, that I that group in the same do it, like, category. Discovery
0: my Channel or yeah. yeah, gross. Yeah. It was yeah. gross. Yeah.
2: Now it's more I'm... like do it like the TLC channel. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. TLC Fall from Grace. Yeah. yeah. That's their new show. I know. It's just a documentary My six hundred pound
2: channel. life. Turns out the same person from my oversized testicles. <laughs> yeah. Also, a, that's not the wrong word, but there's like strange medical mystery ones and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Those are the kind of shows where, like I would never watch those. And then as soon as I'm like a little bit sick, I'm like, hmm. or like Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh my god. Oh, I can't. Oh, that's I mean. a
1: television show. She has her
2: own television show now. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Wow.
0: Dr. Sandra Lee. It's a nightmare. Mm. <sighs> so before we go, we just want to give you our laughs of the week. Yes, yeah, as we one always thing do. That we keep doing,
1: yeah. Great the, segment. The segment idea. that has stuck.
0: <laughs> Would either of you like to start? Sure. You're our
1: guest, you go ahead.
2: Absolutely. I uh, I went away a gain Away weekend I had at mm-hmm. Windhorse Farm, mm-hmm. and anytime I go away ever, I overpack unless I'm flying. If it's a car, or whatever. But I panicked because we didn't have a, a strict like kind of thing for like food. So I literally went the day before to Costco and just walked around and was like what would the gays like to eat? And like just grabbing everything, like Mm -hmm. Costco hot dogs, but like the the Costco size pack and then like bacon (laughs) and like six bell peppers. And like I came, I showed up with seven zucchini. Like I just, like hundreds of dollars worth of food. Just being like, yeah, the gays like this, the gays like that, the gays like this, the gays like that, the gays like this, the gays like that. And turns out gays actually do like it because we ate really, really well, but I had to bring a whole bunch of it back. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, uh, yeah, it was just like hot dogs and beef. And so it just cracked me up because it's just, I literally would be like holding it in my hand, like the Mary Kondo method. Like, does this bring you joy? I'd be like, no. Will the gays like this? (laughs) Yes. And then put it in my cooler while in my bag. So that was really funny. And the guys were like, you brought way too much food.
0: So. well you know what it's better to have too much than not enough yeah sorry i'm prepared yeah exactly yeah,
2: you know? yeah it was delicious so that was i found that really funny and i love then, that and because we were all gays gay men we, we called the weekend the weenie roast mm. oh I like so that. it was quite
0: cute. classic classy name yeah yeah and there's a lot
2: of there's a bit of nudity in the sauna so i mean was, i would assume it was a full weenie roast <laughs>
0: yeah i uh i'll maybe do mine First, just we're because sure. we're
1: gonna end on my note. We're gonna end is... on your
0: note. I'm always not just all that to end funny note. Uh well, ditto, so here we go. <laughs> um I I was mostly I was entertaining myself was this yesterday? It was the twenty second, so it was a couple days ago. Um I was uh watching Rugrats. Oh my god, that love that I love show so yeah. much. And uh, I was sitting and I was kind of joking around. I was like, I can't wait can't wait for them to like Riverdale Rugrats. Oh and then I started like down this like spiral of like who would play all these characters if they like rebooted Rugrats as a live action show and the live action show that's probably just about the adults yeah. because like who plays right. kids? Oh they're babies but then,
2: they're all in their 40s now
0: so I had a couple ideas for like casting that I'd like to share and bounce off and see what you thought. I can't wait um, I'm so
1: excited about this. So Stu so yeah.
0: Tommy's dad yeah. Um, I thought Adrian Brody would be so tender oh. as Stu And then I wanted him to play opposite Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah. So this, like, really weird, eccentric couple. Yeah. Um, And then I was hoping that... um, Oh, I'm just uh, messing up my phone here. Um, I wanted uh, also Kate McKinnon to play Charlotte Pickles who is Angela's mom, the very severe business woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I oh, feel she'd like be brilliant. so good at that. Brilliant. That's all I got too, and then I fell asleep or something. So I don't know if you have any other thoughts or comments uh, about oh. our casting wow. uh, for this program. Hmm. But feel free. Phil to...
1: and Lil's mom. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell yep. springs to mind.
0: Yeah. I also thought Jan Arden just because of yeah. your, <laughs> yeah. your, oh my God. your affinity for Jan Arden. Yeah. She's kind of back right now. I'd, oh. I'd be up for that. Um, yeah. She could work. Yeah. I didn't know who could play Chucky's, Chucky's dad. dad. Mm.
1: <laughs> my, my immediate reaction was Milhouse Van Houten's dad.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: That's also a cartoon yeah. character. Right, right. But they're basically the same guy. Um, my brain keeps going to Steve Buscemi for some reason. Oh, oh yeah. creepy. Because <laughs> oh he's,
0: like, he's a
1: kind of, a, they're both kind of.
0: A little, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't settled on it.
1: Oh, I like this. This is, this is uh, maybe better in some ways than our Hollywood Squares.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Reboot. That was a whole episode that we well, made I out mean, of that.
0: But maybe this could be a new segment. Where <laughs> we but at? let's see.
1: No, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Next time, maybe not next time. Some other time, <laughs> or next time. Let's, yeah. Let's not. One be... day. Yeah, one, one day. One day soon. We will yeah. pick. Let's stick with Rugrats. Yeah. But like you said, they're going to I haven't watched Riverdale, but I understand the concept. I haven't watched it either. I But imagine have no time let's for take it. all of them like and age them up so that the babies right. from Rugrats are right. now right. teens. Yeah. right. And their parents have aged up a little yeah. bit too, potentially. Yeah, do you know what would make sense?
2: Blow my mind right now is that when you said Riverdale, I heard Riverdance. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to the Riverdance Rugrats. So I was like, that's a weird brain to be in. I just realized that it's actually me who put that in there. And now I just have these pictures of like puppet babies doing like Irish Celtic Irish dancing.
0: I mean, that sounds like a great show too. Yeah, these yeah. are all these are all viable. Cool. So yeah, I, I want to see mine on a cruise cartoons. ship. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. I mean that makes sense. Dancing That's like a more of a live performance type yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean so I think I think I mean we can put a pin in that for right now, but that uh we need to put it in
1: our <laughs> notebooks, which yeah. mine's in my bag, but I'm not gonna forget this.
0: No. Pin it. But yeah. But so this is this is the game I play at home when I'm sitting around yeah i just I cast like this game. reboots of shows
2: i just want maria Bamford to play something oh somewhere oh my god she's just played or yeah. all of them she can play all of them she can, she can play all of them. literally yeah, yeah Totally. if she can play her mom in a youtube series before youtube series were a thing oh my god it's incredible yeah
0: <laughs> the maria Bamford show go check it out it's on oh, youtube it's the
2: best thing ever it's one of the greatest yeah, i've watched it so many times mostly when i'm depressed <laughs> oh totally <laughs> yeah yeah because she's right there with you yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. She guested on The Hilarious World of dep- Depression, a yeah. really great podcast I love. Oh, yeah, and you I've can been he- meaning to listen to that so since good. you recommended it. Her episode's it. great. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. You can hear her pugs in the background. Oh, my God. She's like, I think he's dying. Oh, no, he's just eating or something. Like, really cute. Anyway.
0: <laughs> so. so <sighs> Oh, yeah. My to, brilliant to, laugh <laughs>
1: of the week. Um,
0: I guess I should have finished. This is great. <laughs> 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 ha <Thank you>. ha. <laughs>
1: It was great. It was great. It would have been a much better note to end on than the one I'm uh, seemingly going to end us on, uh, which is, uh, I've mentioned to Adam before that I get a kick out of this uh, garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. We
0: were going to talk about ridiculous. This.
1: Yeah. I get a kick out of this garbage can that is situated between my parking garage and the elevator in my building. Right.
3: <laughs> <And> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not laughing at the garbage can. I'm laughing at the fact that we're talking about it. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um.
1: So this it's garbage can content. is often full of fast food bags. Yeah. And which I imagine is people grabbing fast food some at some point during their day on their way home. And they mm-hmm. don't want to bring it up into their place. Yeah. Because they either can't deal with what they've just done and they need it to disappear or they just don't want the smell and all this sort of stuff or they don't want their spouse to know, which is my main theory. Mm -hmm. So I think that this garbage can is single-handedly saving many of the marriages of the couples in my building. Yeah. I just do.
3: Yeah.
0: Straight people. Yeah. (laughs) If your relationship is that fragile i don't know <laughs> i just
1: like <laughs> people hide that stuff right from their partners they're yeah, like yeah. oh yeah no i got no, like totally i got right. a big mac combo on the way home is that even a thing i don't go yeah. to the oh, it is. yeah oh yeah, yeah. and Do they you... don't want anyone to know because some so-and-so made dinner already and then just stuffed that bag in the secret garbage can yeah.
0: they just don't like the pork chops back they stomach them. Yeah. You know, I'm just the,
2: amazed that they throw them in the garbage because most of my fast food containers go in that little cubby next to the driver's side window. I thought you were going say, you
0: literally <laughs> No. <laughs> like, I just chuck it out
2: the window. like <laughs> like an adult. Yeah. But you
1: have your own car. I do. You don't share it I with somebody, share. whereas I think in a lot of these situations, mm. it's a shared vehicle. Yeah, you're right. Huh. Yeah. So I have uh, also <laughs> now, because I think about this way too much, um, decided that... If the garbage can was a superhero, which I think it is, yeah. mm. if you ask these couples, um, or at least in my opinion. One half um, of the couples. <laughs> yeah, one half of the yeah. couples. Um, it would have a theme song mm-hmm. for its TV show. Right. And it would be to the theme of Secret Agent Man, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but it's Secret Garbage Can. Yeah. <laughs> secret Garbage <laughs> Can. You just wanted to eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> and you don't want your spouse to know <laughs> I can't sing very well. It's beautiful. My pitch is really off. Yeah. But I think it could be a thing um yeah. I I think we should reboot Rugrats first mm, yeah. before we create this cartoon yeah. about a garbage can.
0: I mean, we're just we're creating we're we're developing the sustainability of our product and right. our brand yeah. by diversifying yeah. the things we're putting out. Yeah. You know? So we're gonna We're going to reboot some shows. We're going to create some superheroes. That's really hot right now. And some
1: of it's going to bomb to bring us back to the beginning. Some of it's going to bomb. the garbage can might be it.
2: And if you're in an airport, there's no garbage cans because that's where they put bombs. There you go. Full (laughs) circle.
1: Right. Well, with
0: that, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Yes.
1: And everybody subscribe to Quirky and or Queer on your podcast app.
0: If you want a preview of it, there's a preview of it. In our podcast feed. That's true. Somehow it's there. You can go listen to a few minutes of it. It is
1: there. If you're subscribed to this podcast, you should have already listened to a a little snippet from Quirky and Or Queer and already subscribed. But if you're late to the band, getting on the bandwagon, now's your chance. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you. you. (laughs) I was like, now what do I do? Oh, I have faith. Thank you for letting me be on your podcast. Oh, anytime.
0: (laughs) Anytime. It's nice to, uh, you know, hear different voices. Mm. This is true.
2: And I have a bunch of them, so. Don't we, <laughs> yeah. don't we all? <laughs> yeah. What one do you want?
0: You can listen to LOL You're Gay on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. If we're not in your favorite podcast app, please let us know and we'll try to make it happen.
1: You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter at lol You're Gay pod. That's spelled L-O-L-U-R-G-A-Y-P-O-D and on facebook.com slash lol you are gay pod and if you would like to get in touch with us via email you can do that at lol at gmail.com
0: thank you for listening now please enjoy this week in royalty free music